question is about uh, guys like I, I wondered how Jacob Bandys is doing, and if you could just touch on how some of your your uh, true freshmen are coming along. Yeah, really excited about Jacob. You know, Jacob had a really good scrimmage. Uh, it's exciting to watch those guys develop. It's, like you said, the freshmen uh, from Jacob to to Fatui to Itele, uh, Noah Ban uh, Noah Nalu. Those guys are has really come from one year to the next, and it's exciting because we're so young in that room, you know. And then you got Taki and Tuli, who are only sophomores, and they become, you know, the leaders in my in our room. You know, um, Ronson is the senior of the room, but those two younger guys, you know, I expect some leadership out of them as well. So, very young room, but very excited about the development of those guys so far. Thanks, coach. All right, Coach, we will go to – let's make sure we're all muted here. Uh, we'll go to Chris Fetters. He'll be followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Kai, just wanted to know uh, – get your take on yesterday's game since we didn't get a chance to see it. And also, with Levi not there, what are sort of the natural pairings that you're finding emerging as you're kind of going through fall camp? Good question. Really, I'm trying to figure out um, what those pairings will be. You know, I, I know uh, we got some experience with Taki, Tuli, the Twins, as well as Josiah, but – you know, the other freshmen need to play. So trying to still figure out the matching uh, of who can be with who, uh, who complements who. And then, you know, obviously with Levi, the, what he brought to the table, I mean, that's like two guys trying to trying to combine to be Levi. So replacing him will be nearly impossible. But what we can do is build from there and hopefully find the next Levi and, and up and coming. All right, we'll go to Mike Varell. He'll be followed by Dan Raley. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Kaika, you mentioned, you know, Josiah. Obviously, it's a young room, but he's kind of the elder statesman. Just what is the importance of having him back, and what does he bring to the table for you? Experience. You know, that's, you know, that's what you thought uh, Levi would bring to the table. And obviously, with him departing, Josiah became the guy that experienced. So, in the rooms, he's actually explaining a lot. Of the, you know, there's teachers within teachers. So, what I try to show the guys, you know, he will stay after the meetings with the freshmen and kind of walk them through so they can understand exactly what I want. So in terms of, of, of Josiah, he's taken his role as being the experienced person that can explain probably more in detail of what I want. And then, you know, the, the two twins will be kind of the emotional leaders of, of that group. All right, we'll go to Dan Raley. Uh, he'll be followed by Lauren. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Coach, since we didn't get to see the scrimmage yesterday, who, who won, offense or defense? And was any individual uh, spectacular on either side of the ball? Not, you know, for, for up front, well, we won for sure. <laughs> but up front, it was really more uh, the competition. There was a really good competition going on. And for me personally, uh, that was a really good scrimmage because I got to put the freshmen against our ones, you know, the ones that, that are pounding the ball and see how physical we could be. So I was very impressed. Uh, you know, I told my freshmen, I was very impressed of how they competed. At times, they did some good things. And, and obviously, at times, they did some some freshmen, so to speak, freshman things. But, you know, for us, uh, because we're so young, those guys have to mature in a really fast pace. And, and with, with preseason game, that was preseason game two, I got two more weeks to get those guys ready to play. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. Lauren will be followed by Chris. Go ahead, Lauren. Hi, I was wondering, I mean, when you look at your group um, over the offseason and over this first week of camp here, is there anybody you look at and you think that they're really primed to take a big step forward from last season to this season? Yeah, besides the guys coming back, really Jacob. You know, Jacob had a huge step going forward uh, yesterday. You actually saw him build his confidence throughout the game. You know, he had a really good play, which was against our ones. 
And, you know, all the things, the little things that he has done in the offseason, I think slowly starting to build confidence of what he can do, especially with people like Luke Wattenberg. And I think that's a really good lineman. And for him to be able to be some, have some success, I think he built a lot of confidence yesterday. All right, we'll go to Chris Federer. He'll be followed by Masvida. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, Kaika, curious about uh, Fatui's development, especially with his injury and how that maybe has hampered him in terms of trying to get bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, what, that's, that's one of them. You know, the good thing about him, his biggest asset is his brain. Uh, so he knows the whole front from the outside backer to the inside backers to the D lineman. And that's like the biggest asset for him. So him coming back, sitting out from injury, he can kind of jump right back in. And then the physical part of it will kind of take its, take its uh, role. Uh, but he's really good in his technique, so that will help. And as he gets bigger, stronger, faster, like you said, uh, I think he will, he will be what we think he'll be. All right, we'll go to uh, Masvida. He'll be followed by Mike Varel. Raise your hand if you have questions. Go ahead, Mas. Sure. Hey, Akaka, I know you said that you've got a couple more weeks, but what kind of room do you have? I know you, you mentioned that they were young, there's some competition, but what kind of room do you have as you get ready to prepare them, you know, within two weeks for a game here? A hunger room, you know, a, a group that is really, really hungry to learn. They come, they come to practice every day, ready to learn the extra meetings. I mean, we're done with our meetings and then they're, they're calling me to see if we can do another Zoom meeting individually. You know, so I have a, you know, that's one thing I'm really proud of this group. They're very hungry, not only to learn, but then try to um, execute it out on the field. And if there's corrections to be made, they're right back in the room, ready to watch, you know. So for today, they're going to go lift. And some of them already asked if we can just stay down here and watch film with them. So I like that part about him. But, you know, obviously this is the Pac-12. So we got no other preseason but besides our scrimmages. And that's why, you know, urgency will probably be the word for our group. All right, we'll go to Mike Varell. He'll be followed by Dan Raley. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Kaika, um, you mentioned Fatui. I mean, what has his development been like and what's really the next step for him? Really the next step is trying to add on the physicality part. Kind of like what Chris said, you know, when he can get bigger, stronger, faster, I think everybody will see what they saw in film from high school. Like I said, you know, his, his asset is just his mind, how well he knows the defense, how to manipulate things in terms of blocks, how to read blocks. Uh, you know, he's out there. You guys obviously can't see, but he can call out Lyman's stance in terms of pass run. Is he pulling? So he's far advanced upstairs. And now just, you know, the physical part, the physical aspect, if that can catch up, in a faster pace, you know, hopefully in two weeks, you know, he'll be the player that, that we expect him to be. All right, we'll go to Dan Raley. He'll be followed by Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Dan. Coach, I'm, I'm sure your guys saw all four of the quarterbacks. Uh, which one of those quarterbacks gave your guys the most trouble? The guy that runs faster than us. <laughs> we thought we had some good pressure. One guy's escaping, one guy, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, they all bring different things to the table. And for us as, as D-linemen, the, the advantage we got now is trying to learn, hey, one guy's in, we got to readjust the pass rush. Another guy's in, we got to readjust the pass rush. So they're actually gaining game, game reps in terms of knowledge of the game, who's in, how do we pass rush, change your game plan, look for the counters. But, uh, you know, in terms of, of, of us as D-linemen, it's really good reps for us. All right, we'll go to Kim Grinnells to wrap it up. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Coach, Ryan Bowman had told us that, you know, he's up to 280, and one of the reasons he did that is he wanted to play more inside. He felt that's where his future was. Can you tell us a little bit about how that's working out? Well, he, he's, he's repping sometimes inside, sometimes outside. He just 
what he did for himself, which, which I think is remarkable, is make himself more marketable for the next level. You know, so he knows outside backer. Knowledge-wise, he knows inside. Will he play inside this year? Not sure, but he's definitely prepared for it. And the beauty of that is he hasn't lost his speed out on the edge. So depending on what Coach K thinks and how the game plan works out, we'll see if, if Ryan plays inside at all. All right, that'll do it for Coach Malloy. We appreciate your time, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day. Trent, I uh, wondered uh, what you thought about the new quarterbacks that you had to face yesterday. Who gave you the most trouble? Um, I mean, all the quarterbacks did really great yesterday, you know. They all made uh, quick reads, and they knew the plays and held themselves well. So, I mean, all of them did really good. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. Lauren will be followed by Anthony Edwards. Go ahead, Lauren. Hi, Trent. Um, I'm wondering, I mean, after your freshman season, how do you feel like you're a different player kind of going into your sophomore year than you were at the start of last season? Um, I feel like I just know the defense a lot more better, um, knowing the different schemes and knowing what everybody else is doing on the field. Uh, just gives me more confidence when I'm out there and the ability to uh, have my teammates rely on me when I'm out there. All right, we'll go to Anthony Edwards from the Daily, followed by Mike Varell from the Seattle Times. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, Trent, what makes the University of Washington such a good school for defensive backs? Like, is it the system in place, the coaches? Just how is it so successful? I think just the defensive scheme they have us and just the everyday consistency on ball drills and making sure we detail everything that we do and just coming together as a whole group and the tight-knit group that we have and just knowing that our main goal is just to score or get the ball back. All right, sorry, that fumbling with my uh, mute button there. Uh, Mike Varell's next, followed by Ruth Robbins. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Trent. Um, I'm curious, you know, we haven't spoken with you throughout last year and everything. I'm wondering how important was Jimmy in your decision to come here, and what is the ex how is the experience different with him as head coach than as your uh, position coach? Um, I had a great relationship with uh, Jimmy Lake, actually, from way back in high school. So, I mean, being comfortable and building that strong relationship with him really – solidified and helped me to choose UW and as for him as a head coach is it's great knowing that somebody that was my coach last year and knowing kind of how he is and the things he preaches is exciting and I'm excited for this year. All right we'll go to Ruth Robbins uh, she'll be followed by Lars Hansen go ahead Ruth. Trent I don't expect you to point fingers or mention names but I just wondered as a, as a defensive back uh, especially after scrimmaging yesterday uh, what you're seeing in terms of defending these younger wide receivers coming in, particularly the new freshmen, I mean, what are you, what are you seeing out of these guys? Are they, are they challenging you? Um, I mean, yeah, they're all doing really great. You know, they're picking up the offensive scheme really well, and every day they're getting better and better, which is exciting to see. So I'm really excited to see what they can do on game day. All right. Thank you, Trent. We'll go to Lars Hansen. He'll be followed by Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Lars. Hey, Trent, um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on what, what, was, um, what was it like to learn Elijah was coming back and how much did he help you last season as a freshman? I mean, it was so exciting. You know, I texted him right when I found out, super excited. Um, he's been a huge role model and a great leader, not only for the defensive backs, but for the whole defensive scheme as a, as a whole unit. So it was really exciting, and I'm glad that he's back. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, followed by Lauren Kirschman, and then Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Trent, I was just actually curious, you know, because yes, uh, last year was your first year and you really got to, to get a feel for how Coach Pete did his things and how practices went. I'm wondering how um, things are going with Coach Lake and how things are different 
in terms of these, you know, these games now that you're doing and just how the practices are scripted and just how things go in terms of the feel and everything else? I feel like Coach Lake really uh, kept kind of the same system as Coach Beat so that it wasn't really too much of a switch up or anything different for the team going into this year. I mean, Coach Lake has done a great job in making sure that we are locked into certain situations on the field. And I mean, I feel like that is going to hold over really well for us for when game comes. So I think we'll be really locked in on certain situations. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. She'll be followed by Mike Varell. Go ahead, Lauren. You mentioned your relationship with Elijah. Just what are the biggest things you've kind of learned from him? And can you just tell me a little bit about how that relationship kind of grew over the course of last year? Um, I think it was just the mind state into how he sees the game, um, film work, the certain techniques he does that he has taught me at uh, the defensive back and how I just hold myself out there on the field. And over the course of last year and this year, I feel like our relationship has grown tremendously. I mean, we're texting each other all the time, figuring out when we're going to watch film together and making sure that we're both on the same page when we're out there. So, I mean, our relationship has grown tremendously right. from last year. Pardon me, Trent. Uh, we'll go to Mike Farrell, followed by Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Trent, you know, when you look around your room, your, your DB room, obviously there's a lot of guys that are 6'1", 6'2", the long arms. I mean, they like to recruit that, and you're not exactly that guy. But I'm wondering what is it about – your technique or your approach or whatever it is that allows you to compensate for that lack of length? Um, I think I'm just technique sound, you know, every day I work on it. Like it's a religion out there, just making sure my footwork, my technique, my eyes are all as good as they can be. I'm a big perfectionist. So making sure everything is always correct. And I'm a big track guy from high school. So I like to use my speed a lot out there. Kind of is my little extra hand when I'm out there on the field to be able to make plays on the ball. All right, we'll just take two more. One from Ken Grinolds, followed by Tony Castricone. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Trent, the coaches mentioned your name in the kick return game. Tell us what, uh, give us an idea of what your game is like in the kick return game. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say you guys are just going to have to have to see that one for yourselves during game day to see what I have in store for you guys. All right, we'll wrap things up with Tony Castricone. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, Trent, uh, you, you talked about scoring or getting the ball back, kind of the motto of the defense. Uh, you were around a lot of turnovers last year, you and Elijah and some other guys. What, what's the process like in, in, in trying to have that mentality, and, and why do you think you're particularly good at, at helping force turnovers? I think it just starts with film work, just knowing the team we're playing and kind of how they run with the ball or the certain things they do just allow us to play quicker and faster and get a jump on plays and certain – routes they do, which allows everybody, including myself, to be around the ball all the time. All right, that'll wrap it up. We appreciate your time, Trent. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. All right, we'll come back with Edifu on here shortly, everybody. Hey, Edifu on. Um, I'm just I'm curious what it feels like from your inside linebacker position in, in this year's defense compared to where you guys left off last year. Uh, I think as a whole unit, we've been able to take initiative of – like learning our schemes and learning like what we have to do better. So we always talk about like having tighter feet and communicating better. So uh, we really honed into like those little details and making sure that we are, uh, we do our job, our best job of commanding the defense and making our calls and doing our job the best way we can. So we're just doing that faster and doing that better than we did last year. 
All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. She'll be followed by Ruth Robbins. Go ahead, Lauren. I mean, you really uh, came on down the stretch of last season. What was it that you felt like really started to click for you? And what's the key to kind of carrying that over into this year? Um, it's just just in reps, you know, last year isn't like it's really no different than this year. I was just taking steps, like watching film, knowing what we have to do on defense and then trying to piece everything together. So this year it's like, kind of the same thing, but you can add a little bit more, uh, just a little bit more attention to details is probably the, like the little difference now in terms of maintaining and improving. All right, we'll go to Ruth Robbins, followed by Dan Reilly. Go ahead, Ruth. Eddie, what would you tell a guy that comes in like you came in, you know, okay, I'm at step one, how am I going to get to step two, you know, with this program? I, what would you tell a guy in terms of, you know, don't, don't, don't get discouraged. You know, I did this and you can do it too. I mean, what's your best advice for a guy like that? Uh, just take it one day at a time. You know, it's, it's a long emotional process, but if you take it one, one day at a time and you just have the same mindset that every day you're just going to get a little bit better and uh, just do everything you can to, you know, get into a good position, then you'll, you'll see things come to fruition and you know, just take it one step at a time. We're, Try your best. That's all I can really say about that. Again, another reminder, please mute yourself immediately after you finish asking your question, please. Uh, Dan Riley, you're next, followed by Anthony Edwards. Go ahead, Dan. Eddie, who had the edge in the scrimmage on Saturday, offense or defense? And, and what did you think of the four quarterbacks? <laughs> can you repeat that question? It kind of was kind of fuzzy. Yeah, who, who had the edge, offense or defense, in the scrimmage on Saturday? And what did you think of the four quarterbacks? I think uh, I think we all look pretty good. You know, the quarterbacks look fantastic. They're all out there making plays. Uh, defense making plays. Stein had a couple plays. So we were all it, like, as a unit, we all look good. So it's like me. All right, we'll go to uh, Anthony Edwards. Anthony will be followed by Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Anthony. How have the coaches at the UW helped you progress as a player throughout your time here? Uh, by being blatantly honest and uh, telling me what I needed to work on from the get-go. Uh, as a freshman, I didn't have really good, great feet. And BJ says that, you know, like I had to get better with feet and my striking. So that's kind of the things I like progressed and worked on, you know, whether it's watching a cut of it, just like people striking or people with tight feet. We watched a lot of Fred Warner this offseason and we we're just focusing on the way that he moves and how we we're supposed to uh, like try to engage and like be patient with our with our reads and stuff. So as progression, it's just like little details like footwork, you know, where like where our eyes are going in certain coverages and stuff like that. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, uh, followed by Tony Castricone. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, and if one was um, curious as, as uh, one of the guys that's tasked with stopping the running backs, there's been a lot of talk about Cameron Davis and his improvement from year one to year two. What have you seen uh, trying to get after him a little bit? Because I know Coach Lake has had some really good things to say about him. Um, I mean, when I practice, I really don't, like, focus on who's running the ball. But uh, I know that I know, like, I know that unit is working really hard. You know, like, KB's doing a great job over there. And, you know, like, that whole unit, like, I've seen people just, like, go crazy. So, like, it's a really deep unit, and I know they're doing a great job of – doing their job all right we'll go to tony castricone he'll be followed by christian go ahead tony 
Edifon, I know you had to kind of bet on yourself a little bit going to the UW without a scholarship. Uh, we saw the viral video of you getting awarded that. What did that mean to you? And, and take me again through what, what you're majoring in, what you're studying, and all that stuff right now. Uh, it meant a lot, but, I mean, it's October and that happened in January, so it's time for that next phase and just getting better and focusing on the next thing. Uh, what I'm, in terms of what I'm majoring in, I'm a pre-med. Right now I'm doing public health, and I have three, <laughs> I have three STEM classes that all have midterms within the next three days, so just focusing on that right now. All right, we'll keep it short then. Uh, we'll go to Christian Capel, followed by Dan Riley. Go ahead, Christian. I know Coach Lake has talked about you getting to the facility pretty early in the morning sometimes. I'm, I'm curious what time you have your alarm set for in the morning and, and what time you go to bed at night. <sighs> what time I go to bed depends on how much homework I do and depends on – it depends on the day and, like, what I have to do. So if I have to do, like – try to fit in homework. I'll probably like wake up two hours before, but it's just trying to get in like an hour early and uh, just like, just getting ready for the day. You know, does that answer your question? Do you have a, a, a rough time estimate of, of when you're getting up each day? Five, 5 a.m. All right. We'll go to Dan Rayleigh followed by Masvita. Go ahead, Dan. Eddie, you turned down scholarships to go elsewhere to just take your chance at Washington. Has this gone exactly the way you had it planned? And now you're a starter as a, say, a sophomore, which is, you know, pretty accelerated. Is this, is this the way you had it, had it planned? <laughs> well, I didn't uh, – I, I, don't, I don't think I necessarily expected to be here, but I just knew that in order to get here, I have to work really hard and uh, just, like, just – focus on improving. So when I'm in like bet on myself, I didn't really, like, I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't envision myself being here, but I just knew that like what it took and how much work I had to put in, you know, after talking to Miles and uh, Ryan Bowman, they just like, like after hearing their stories, I kind of just like, okay, these are the steps I need to take. So it kind of just, they get me in position to be up here. So. All right. We'll go to Masvita followed by Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Mas. Sure. Hey, Edifuan, you talked about, uh, if I heard you correctly, and let me know if I didn't, you talked about the importance of your unit controlling the defense. When you guys do that, what does that do to a defense? What does that enable you all to do? I think the scariest thing that an offense could see from a defense is everyone on the same page and uh, keying out, like, your plays. So if we're all communicating, like, just that verbal combat, like, if we're all communicating, hey, watch this, watch this, he might run a slant, he might run this. It's like, oh, no, 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 it might be a post. Then it kind of, like, blows them around, like, the offense, because it's just like, oh, they're, like, they're getting on to us. So if we're all on the same page and we're all communicating, we all know how to fit these things, then it's a, it's a scary side for teams. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, and we'll wrap things up with Anthony Edwards. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I apologize if you already talked about this. I'm not sure, but when Jack Westover got his scholarship a little while ago, what was your initial reaction? And, and I'm sure it must have brought up memories of, of when you were put on scholarship as well. Uh, it was crazy because we, like, we were just in the group chat and A.O. was just like, Westy, you didn't tell us that you was on scholarship. So it was all like, oh, like, like, like literally like no one knew until like the next day. So we made sure the next day that we saw him, we, uh, we all came together and gave him his congratulations. As it returns to like me, 
it was just like I could relate, but at the same time, it's like that's Westy, and he had his own journey to get to that point. So I don't want to kind of relate my story. I mean, he worked his butt off, you know, and I definitely see him going through special teams and all that stuff. So for him to be on scholarship, you know, it just brings a smile to my face for sure. All right, last question of the day will be from Anthony Edwards of the Daily. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, Adafuan. You guys got a young group there at linebacker, and it's just you have a lot of talent, but how do you guys get over to the next level of putting that on the field? Well, it's just learning on the fly and doing whatever it takes to know the defense. First of all, we have to know the defense, and then we have to play our techniques better, whether it's playing man better or playing to run better we just have to hone into the details like I said tighter feet you know where our hands are so as a unit we just have to focus on our details and make sure that we're just progressively getting better just stacking on days one percent better every day right all right Edifuan, we really do appreciate your time here today thanks everybody for joining in see you all again uh Tuesday <laughs>